Good morning, everybody. It is the 19th of August, 2021, at 7.55 in the morning. I've been up most of the night. Uh, woke up a little bit ago and got online. Some news popped up about Af Afghanistan again. And I just want to say to everybody, this whole state of affairs has got me just... I am so upset for these people. Like, I just, I never felt like I had much feeling for them because I always felt the culture was so extreme, you know, that even if you weren't involved with, you know, the, the Taliban or ISIS, that, you know, you're still coming from a really extreme culture that belongs or that believes in honor killings and uh, just, you know, their ways um, just didn't seem very civilized to me. I mean, I was just, a few days ago, I was just online and I was, uh, something had popped up on YouTube about honor killings and it talked about, there were different cases where these women had moved to the United States and their fathers or brothers had hunted them down and killed them because they had, you know, divorced a husband or didn't listen or, you know, it, it's just like, this whole mindset where these men are treating women like they're objects, like they're beneath them or they're, you know, um, that they're, they're less than they are. I mean, it, it's insanity. It's insanity. I mean, we're all born and bred inside of a human being. You know, everybody starts out as a female and then genitalia changes. I mean, this is insanity over, you know, what genitalia you have. I mean, it's just, I cannot get over this stuff, you know? I mean, God created us to be partners. That's what our, our purpose was for each other. It wasn't to, you know, rule over each other. And I, I just, I don't understand it. You know, even I know a lot of people in the Bible will say, well, you know, God, you know, said this in the in the Old Testament that he wanted, you know, the men to rule over, they rule over the women. I'm like, no, he, you know, if you really get into the, the nuts and bolts of the Bible, I mean, men were supposed to cherish and adore their, their wives, you know, and take care of them and protect them and love them. You know, women were supposed to love their husbands and respect them. You know, it, it, it's not, this has gotten so twisted and out of context from what God had originally intended for us. And it, it's just, it's gotten way out of control. I mean, you basically have a group of murdering rapists that have been set loose in a country and are being recognized as a religion and a political government. They're, they're being recognized as such, in China, especially from China and Russia, because these are two countries that oppress their people. You know, and it, it just... This whole thing with what's happening to these women and children is just an absolute outrage. And I'm not going to I'm not going to attack Biden on how he did it. I feel that I'm sure his heart was in the right place. You know, that he wanted to just get our troops out of there and end this war. They felt they had trained their their military that they they were good. You know, they were good to go. And you know, then the blame kind of shifted on Trump. And I feel that, you know, Trump's intentions were good, too. You know, that they, they both wanted to get our military out of there. 
and let this country take care of themselves. It is very clear now that this country cannot take care of themselves. Okay, they are so afraid of the Taliban that these people aren't even willing to fight. They're not even willing to stand and fight. They would rather allow them to just take over the government and take their chances, and their chances aren't very good. And it, it just, it blows my mind that what Trump had originally said, and I've seen a lot about this online, and I'm getting really mm -hmm. sick and tired of how twisted this is getting. Trump said, this came out of his own mouth, mm -hmm. that we were going to go in there and take our troops out and see how it went. And if anything bad started happening, we were going to go right back in with force. That's what he said. He basically wanted to try it out and see how it went. Biden continued on with what Trump's plan was. Biden, his heart was in the right place too. He wanted to get the military out of there. I'm not saying he did it in the right way because I definitely believe the military should have been extracted last and he should have made sure that everybody that needed to be gotten out of that country was taken care of first. But this is hindsight. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know all the details. None of us do. Okay. We can speculate. We can throw blame, anger at these politicians but the bottom line is what's done is done. Okay, we can't go back now. We can't change what was done. I'm tired of people talking about what we should have done. You know, it doesn't matter what we should have done. It's over. It's done with. Now what are we going to do? Are we literally just going to sit back and allow these women and children to be butchered and raped by these rapist, murdering terrorists? And do nothing. Is that really what everybody wants to happen? Because I don't, you know, as much as I really had no interest in the country. I mean, I've, I've always had such a heartfelt, just pain in my soul for the women and the children of this country. You know, especially the women and the children. They are so oppressed and victimized. It's just unbelievable. The women are just treated like dirt. You know, little boys are used for sex. Little girls are used for brides and sex. And it, it's just, it's a sickness. It's a true, true sickness. But our world, the, the, the parts of our world that are not oppressive, the countries that do not oppress their people like China, you know, North Korea, Russia, has got to get together and form a plan to help these people. I hate to say this because I know that everybody just wanted to end this war and have it be done and let these people take care of themselves, but they can't take care of themselves. They've been conditioned. There's such a fear that they have of the Taliban that they don't even bother to try to fight. And I just, I, you got to understand this is going to bleed over into other countries. We cannot stand and do nothing. 
People have got to get together. These countries have got to join forces and get over there and regulate this country. And it's never going to end as long as this Taliban is being, I mean, I don't understand what they've been doing. If they knew that these, this, this terroristic group has been gaining forces again, that they've been building forces, building another army, what they just stand by and let them do it. You know, what was the whole point? They they just, you know, what, they just liked the peace over there suddenly and they didn't want to get in the fight anymore and they just let these guys gain power again? I mean, what did they think was going to happen? You know, I heard rumor that Biden actually knew that they were going to um, come to power again. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, I'm not going to speculate what Biden knew. I mean, I'm sure that they knew something. It's, my God, these are the heads of the, of the, of the world, you know, heads of our governments. They knew the Taliban was being reformed and that they were coming back stronger than ever. I just, I don't understand this. What's going on? What's the agenda here? You know, I mean, you talk about end time stuff. Is this all part of it? But it just, to just do nothing, to just let these people, I mean, this is like, imagine the people that are in this country right now that were born 20 years ago, that were never born into seeing the Taliban reign. They were basically born free to have, you know, beauty shops and women, you know, got into government and they could walk around the street without burqas and the hijab or whatever you call it. You know, they went to school, they had health care, they could shop. They basically lived, a, you know, a free enough life. And they heard about the Taliban through their history but they've never lived it. And then suddenly, 20 years later, this group just comes in and takes over again. I mean, imagine our country, if we're just sitting there one day and all of a sudden we just hear all this gunfire and this group of raping terrorist murderers just come in and take over our country, break into our houses, steal our children, rape them, kill people we love. This is what's going on over there, people. And we're not going to do anything about this after 20 years. We spent 20 years in this country and we're just going to pull out and walk away and do nothing. And I understand the people that say, you know, it's their country. They need to take care of it. I understand both, both points. I really do. I see both sides of it. But the bottom line is humanity, you know, being humane, it, it, being responsible to help others that are in dire need of assistance. And, and I mean, these people are crying out for our help. How do you turn your back on that? I just, I can't even begin to understand this. How is the world turning a blind eye to the child labor, the pedophilia, the, 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 the abductions, the, I mean, these, these human trafficking rings, you know, what's going on over in these countries with, where they're using like, you know, people in labor camps, what's going on in Afghan, Afghanistan? How are, how is this world turning a blind eye to all this and saying, oh, well, it's not our country. We don't have to worry about it. We are all brothers and sisters. We have a, we have a responsibility here. This isn't right. 
I am so angry and upset and worried and hurt for these people. I never in a million years thought I would feel like this, feel so much emotion for this this country because I've always felt like they were just, just not a lost cause, but just lost. You know, that, that you know, the the Muslim religion, I just feel is, you know, they've been duped. They, they, this, this angel that appeared to Muhammad was, you know, it was an angel. All right. It was an angel of light. It was, it was Lucifer, you know, and he tricked them and they fell for it. And now, I mean, what man wouldn't want to take over the world and have 12 brides and be able to rape children and keep them as their wife. And I mean, get real. And I'm not saying what man, but I mean, the sick men, you know, the men that are, have this mindset. I don't, I don't I didn't mean to say what man I just I'm just so disgusted right now I I don't know it, it's just so disheartening to me to watch these sick people I just can't deal with this but anyway um I, I don't know I just don't have the words for what's going on over there I just I can't I just I've had I've shed so many tears for them I've prayed hard for them and I just feel like, you know, you've got a group of warlords that have entered the country, re-entered the country. We've already been through 9-11, guys. It's going to happen again, guys. They're loose again. You know, they're, they're back stronger than ever. Everything this group says is a lie. They, they act like they're going to, you know, negotiate with other countries and they're going to, you know, tell them what they want to hear. And they don't mean anything they say. They don't give a crap about human life. They could care less about the women and the children. And I just, I don't know. I, I, first of all, I can't even believe that they're writing up things in the media about what the Taliban claims they're going to do. That, you know, they're claiming that they're going to honor women's rights and that they're going to, you know, make sure that they, they're able to work and stay in the government and they're going to, you know, be able to, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever the promises they're making, it's all bullshit. It's all crap. It's not true. It's lies. You can't believe anything you they say. You can't negotiate with a group of terrorists. Are you kidding me? I can't even believe they're writing this stuff. It's laughable. Although there's nothing funny about it. So I just, just pray for these people. We really, really, really need to pray hard for these people. Seriously. Pray and pray and pray every single day, especially for the women and the children, but for all the people. And I don't mean to sound partial here. I don't want to sound like I'm being, you know, partial to women and children and the men don't mean anything. And men, of course, they mean something. I have three sons. I adore my sons. I love men. You know, I just have a problem with the men that have this mentality. You know, it, it's this this chauvinistic, superior mentality and I just, I have such a problem with it. I just, I don't understand why and where this comes from. You know, these men, they're always looking to, 
you know, find a woman, these men that want a wife, these men that are born inside of, you know, that they're, 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 you know, formed inside of a woman's body and they're, they're given birth to intended to till they're grown by a woman. And then they grow up to, to, to be little and talk bad about them and, you know, hateful and, you know, act like they're less than. And I just, I don't understand where this comes from. It's Satan. It's Satan. That's where it comes from. And, you know, my comment about men, I just, these men that would, you know, love to, you know, what man wouldn't love to, to have that. It, it, it just, there's just so much of it. There's so many men that I hear comment this stuff and I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why. You know, you're supposed to love each other. You're supposed to treasure each other. You're supposed to be partners. You know, not, not treat each other or, or not be, have a woman be treated like this. And the children, my God, of all things in the whole planet to want to take care of, it should be a child. I just, I'm so disheartened and sad. I really am guys. I just, I feel so upset about this. It's unbelievable how upset I've, I've been about this. I can't even begin to tell you. It's just unbelievable. My son woke up last night to me crying again. I was uh, listening to an article and I, or reading an article and I just, I, it was the one about the Taliban had gone in and they had, they were riding bumper cars. It showed pictures of, of Taliban fighters holding guns, riding bumper cars. And the next day they burned the amusement park down. And it just hit me. And then I saw the next article was a woman that had been captured. She was a governor in Afghanistan, the first female governor. She's been captured. Another woman, um, they had showed up at her house three days in a row to be fed and she cooked for them. And then the fourth day they showed up and she had no money, no food. And she told them she couldn't cook because she was poor and they beat her to death in front of her daughter. You know, they're hunting people. This is a force of evil that needs to be put to rest. These women in this country need to rise up. They need to rise up. And they need to kill off these men, these Taliban guys. They, I, this is what I would do. I would rather die than let any of them touch me or my kids. I just, these women need to rise up. And the men too. They all do. There's more people in that country than there are those Taliban fighters. You know, and so many are going to be killed anyway. They've got to do something. They had a chance to do it when they were in control of the military. And they walked away. These are just some thoughts. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really, I'm sorry if I'm sounding really, you know, I don't mean to make comments that could be touchy or anything. I just, I'm just really upset. I'm really disheartened. I'm really worried for these people. I'm scared for them. And basically the reason I brought this up is I just wanted you guys to really start praying for these people. Please pray for them. Pray for their prote protection and for the Lord to somehow, you know, perform a miracle and somehow rescue them from this because this will bleed over into our countries. It will come to America. It will go to Canada. 
it will be in every country because these people are not going to stop at just Afghanistan. Their vision is to take over the world, guys. And this religion is growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. So, I mean, this, this appeal to these the men that get involved with this is, you know, they're promised, you know, 12 brides in heaven, which is shocking because they hate women. I don't even understand why they need women. Um, and, you know, eternal life. And, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, which, you know, my God, the way they are, they could have that here. I mean, they just go in and rape and pillage anyway. So it's just, whatever. Anyway, my whole show tonight is about something that's very interesting. Hang on, let me get a drink here. I should say today. It was it's it's daytime. Um there was a girl that had messaged me on my Facebook site that I run. Uh give me one second, my computer. Okay, computer. Of course it's glitching on me. <laughs> I have everything on my computer, so but like I said, just um please pray. Pray, pray, pray like crazy for these people because they they're gonna need it. They really, really are going to need it, and um, we're going to need it. We're going to need the prayer, guys, because we don't know. We have no idea what kind of advancements they have made, you know, what they're doing, uh, how many have infiltrated our country, because this shocked, I mean, apparently this shocked the world. So we're in trouble. There's a topic of conversation in, within the cryptid world, and this is something that I knew nothing about. I just heard about it the other day. Um, there was a woman that came on my Facebook, and she asked me if I had ever he heard of something called the Not Deer. And this is a really bizarre name. <laughs> and I was like, the Not Deer? I mean, what the heck is that? That sounds crazy. So I told her I would look into it and what I found about it, 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 it's almost like kind of reminds you of a skinwalker, but I don't think it is a skinwalker. It sounds a little bit odd and a little bit different. So the knot deer is, a, it um, has moose like bodily proportions, speeds of up to 30 miles per hour, maybe more. Sometimes, sometimes described as abnormally large, many sightings are in Virginia, Appalachia, basically. Feels predatory, diet unknown, inhabits Appalachian forest. So the creature is a deer, at least at first glance. There is clearly something wrong about it. Almost everything about this thing is wrong. But a deer is the only thing that comes to mind when one tries to describe it. The knot deer is a bit of urban Americana from the Appalachian region. Many people have had incidences where they find themselves, many times alone, in the, in the wilderness or driving home and cross paths with a deer, or at least what looks like a deer from a distance. Upon closer inspection, people have found that the proportions are simply off. Uh, several first-hand descriptions have included there being more or less joints than there should have been, with proportions of a moose 
being wildly disproportionate and having forward-facing predator eyes. One witness described the experience as being deeply unsettling. All reports have noted that this creature just feels off or that a sort of sentience is detectable. Sorry about my nose. It's a little stuffed up here. Give me one second here. Okay. I lost my place. Um, in a couple different cases, some form of not deer were said to have only two hind legs. In one of these cases, it had arms with hands in place of four legs. Chronic wasting disease is often brought up as an explanation to these kinds of occurrences. Uh, chronic wasting disease causes the severe deterioration of a deer's mind and body and can result in obscure behavior and ultimately death. Those who have seen deer with this condition and the not deer are adamant about these being completely different things. I have yet to see either one with my own eyes. The first signs are difficulties in movement. Behavioral changes also occur in the majority of cases, including decreased interactions with other animals, listlessness, lowering of the head, tremors, repetitive walking and set patterns, and nervousness. Excessive salivation and grinding of the teeth are also observed. Loss of fear of humans and appearance of confusion are also common. So this is, um, this cryptid, I guess it would be considered a cryptid, is, you don't hear a lot about this, but it's, it's interesting because your first, at first your mind kind of goes to Skinwalker, but this doesn't sound just like that. This sounds like it's actually something all of its own. It's not, you know, the chronic wasting disease, the people clearly said that they, you can tell a big difference. Like you can feel when you encounter one of these that it, there's a sense of evil and something's really off. Okay. Anyone who spends decent amount of time in Appalachia knows the knot deer. If you've gone on the Blue Ridge Parkway at night, you've probably seen him. Well, hopefully not. Now keep in mind, if you don't live in an area with a lot of deer, deer are freaky bastards on their own. They're really big, extremely agile, moving surprisingly quietly, and are extremely durable. It's not unheard of for someone to hit a deer and total their car. Once I heard a story of a man who hit a deer on accident and decided to take it home and at least get some good meat out of a bad situation. On the drive home, the deer woke up and absolutely shredded the inside of this man's trunk. They're very cute, but you definitely don't want to mess with one. Just keep that relationship in the back of your mind. The knot deer is more or less what I'd call a folk cryptid, at least from what I can understand. Everyone has their story about it. They're all somewhat similar. You're in a car at night in a rural, heavily wooded area and probably a bit lost. It's not wildly uncommon to see an opossum crossing the road. See blips of little animals with your headlights. You see a deer, so you, your friends, go, oh, deer, and slow down in case it leaps in front of you. Then you see it more clearly. There's just something wrong about it. 
There's something about its eyes. You feel your stomach get heavily like a rock, the hair on your head and neck raise. Your sense intelligence that you shouldn't. I'm sorry, you sense intelligence that you shouldn't. So, there, like I said, there's a feeling that people are getting when they see these things that it's almost like when they see, you know, like any other cryptid or anything, like the aliens, the Bigfoot, the Dogman, that you can sense intelligence with it. And so with these not-deers, you can sense intelligence. The thing about this that drives me nuts is the name. I'm like, this is the only name they could come up with. It doesn't move like a deer. It moves like a whatever. You can't really tell, like, you can't really figure out what name to name it. It's not a deer and we need to leave. You hit the gas and get the heck out of there. A group of my friends got lost on the parkway once and reemerged with a chilling story. They aren't the kind of folks to lie or over-exaggerate. Among other freaky stuff that happened, the driver claimed she saw a deer in the road. Then she noticed the deer was on two legs. A couple stories about the not deer. I have a story about the not deer from two summers ago. I lived deep in the Appalachia Mountains at the time. Unlike the foothills I'm in now, I was wandering in the woods probably two-thirds of a mile from my house at that point, as one does when they live two miles down a twisting dirt road with the nearest town and therefore things to do. Thirty miles, thirty minutes away, when I heard brush moving, I knew it was probably a harmless animal, a possum or a deer, maybe a particularly destructive rabbit, and I turned to look. Well, hmm, it was a deer in the way that a graveyard is a playground. You can treat it as such, I guess, but it won't feel the same. It was about 30 feet away from me staring. Wild deer don't stare at random people to begin with. They just run away. Well, they don't stare much. Sometimes they do. She was breathing hard, or it was breathing hard, and making a low rumbling sound. I didn't really know what to do. And I hadn't really thought about the dangers of going near wild animals, even if they are harmless deer. Harmless is in quotes. So I went towards it. I swear to God, this thing's eyes blanked out, and it took a couple of jerking steps forward, moving really strangely. And I flinched because, what the hell? And then it ran off to the side while staring at me until it was about 50 feet away. It was deeply unsettling in a way that I can't explain, and I know this thing was not quite a deer. I sprinted all the way home. So this person was on foot. That's not cool at all. One second here. Gotta get a drink. Okay, I have another story. I've seen something like this myself. I would say the joints went the wrong way. But it was more that there might have been more or less joints than you'd expect. The bends were not where the bends go. And the shape of the face was wrong in a way I'd describe as you have a friend who only draws wolves. They're really, really, really good at wolves. You want them to draw a deer. They try their best and neither of you are exactly pleased with the results. There was also an issue of scale, like you gave a deer the proportions of a moose. So they're massive. Moose are huge. I've heard deer come. Okay. I've heard deer comes from Dior, which just means beast or 
quadruped or quadruped. So it was definitely a deer, but 100% not a deer. So it's just like you see something that appears to be like a deer. And once you really look at it, you see that it's, it has like, kind of like a deer, but it just doesn't look right. The person, there was a story that I had seen on these and some pictures somebody had had. They took some nighttime pictures on one of those cameras at nighttime and these deer there was about three of them standing around they had teeth that were they didn't look right the teeth were sticking out like they were making snarling faces at the camera the one was and they were leaning down and they were eating an animal I don't as far as I know deer do not eat animals they don't eat meat so that was really, really strange. And these things looked really weird. And the front legs were bent backwards. Okay, so I collect spooky stories from other people. And a friend once told me about driving back from a ghost hunt out in southeast Oklahoma. Seeing what they described as like a deer that stood in the middle of the road and refused to move. So when one of them got out to go shoo it away by hand, they all realized about the same time that it was only almost a deer. They described the collective reaction as wildly disproportionate to what they remember having seen, which was just not quite a deer. They said there was about 15 minutes of foot to the floor speeding before they all, right about the same time, felt a change in mood come over them and they began to sob like little scared kids. It was only weeks later that they were like, you know, deer don't look anything like that. Okay. That's about all I can really say about the not deer. I don't know much about this. This is pretty new to me. And that pretty much sums them up. Um... I've never, I haven't encountered stories or heard of any, from anybody that has been attacked by them, but it definitely looks like it's something off and it's, it could be something demonic that really just doesn't do anything. Maybe it's just, I mean, maybe it does do something. Maybe we just don't know. I'm not really sure what the purpose of them are, but it's just another one of those weird things out there. So, uh, yeah, you guys just. Like I said, just please keep praying for the people in Afghanistan. What's going on? Keep praying for our countries, for this coronavirus. Like, we're really in some trouble here. I don't know how we're going to come back from all this. I just don't know how we're going to do it. Um, one of the things that really struck me, too, when I was thinking about, you know, the comments I made about, you know, the men that have that mentality of, kind of beating on their chest and rolling over women and, you know, tr just the stuff that's going on here with these, with these men in Afghanistan and people that are like-minded. There's this story I want to do for you next, and uh, I'm going to do it not in this podcast, but next podcast. I'm doing one on reincarnation again, and there are some really cool stories in there that I plan on telling you about, and one of them is a story about a girl that was reincarnated from being a boy. These are children that are reincarnated. 
And I'm telling you, this is a mind-blowing story. She was a boy in another life. And in this life, she's a girl. So the thought of what hit me was how, you know, men, like the, the Taliban, try to oppress women. And then you think, my God, we could live different lifetimes and be both. You know, a girl this one, a boy next. So why would we ever think like that? You know, but I don't know where... Christianity fits in with all this. My personal belief with reincarnation are two things. I, I feel that God doesn't tell us everything. He wouldn't want us to know everything, that he has secrets. And if we believe that we could live another life, we wouldn't try very hard now, would we? And I don't, I'm not convinced that everybody is reincarnated. I don't believe that we all get to be reincarnated or that we've all been reincarnated. This might be somebody's first time around or maybe only certain people in tragic occurrences. Like say there's a lot of cases where people die and they see God and he says, you know, it's not your time and he sends them back. But what if the event was something that they couldn't go back or they got stuck and they, they weren't able to get back? So he sends us back because we died prematurely. It wasn't our time when we died. Or maybe it's a way of, you know, maybe there's people that are kind of like in between where they're, he sees hope in them, so he gives them another chance. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers for this. You know, a lot of this stuff we don't have answers for. But we have to, you know, we, we theorize and we speculate. You know, we, we try to figure stuff out. And think what sounds right to us or, you know, what it seems fun to hold on to, I guess, you know. But um, the other thing is Satan. There's a very strong chance that in order to, you know, undermine the Bible and disqualify it, that Satan is literally just giving people memories. That he's flooding them with feelings and memories, you know, him and his dark forces to take away from what God's word is. So these cases where people are reincarnated, they really aren't reincarnated. They've just been handed memories and such, even from a child that leads people to believe and for them to believe that they've been reincarnated. I don't know. Maybe we are reincarnated. Maybe everybody gets to be reincarnated. Maybe only certain people get to be reincarnated. You know, maybe it's a trick of the devil. I just don't know, but I think it's important to share stories. I think it's really important to get as much out to each other as we can so we can try to figure out as much as we can. And some of it adds confusion. I'm not going to lie. You know, when you talk about stuff, there's times that you feel like you shouldn't even talk about it because it might put a lot of confusion into the mix and it may, but we still need to know what's going on. We need to hear stories. We need to compare stories. You know, we need to get as much information as we can and make our own discernment and decisions here and have God pray and ask for, you know, revelation and for the truth to be revealed. Pray. 
And the one thing I asked, I got on uh, David Pallades' head. I know I talk about him all the time. He's like our leader. Like David Pallades, I feel, is like, he's just like such a role model for everybody. You know, he's just such a good, kind person. Um, Been through a lot lately and has worked so hard at, you know, putting his reputation and things on the line to bring the truth out to people you know, a true investigator and really doesn't offer his opinions like I do. I offer my opinions way too much. Um, and sometimes I say things that come out wrong. So bear with me, you know, cause there's times when you say something and it just didn't come out the way you meant it, like the way you verb, you, you worded it. And then you're like kicking yourself later saying, I shouldn't have said it like that, you know, cause it sounded bad, but, um, you know, He's just, I don't know, he's just an amazing person. But I um, he had a new, his last podcast. And I, I wrote to him, I said, you know, David, as I was listening to some of this stuff, I was listening to these um, reincarnation stories. And people write in, and you hear stuff, and you read stories. And I had a thought, because David's always talking about people that end up missing, and they disappear, and they don't, they're never found. Or they're found dead. And some people are found, but they're always really confused. And they have like no memory of them, of where they were. Most of them. There are there are a few that have had memory and it just didn't make sense to people. Because they don't, they can't get past what we've been taught. And I wrote to him and I said, you know, have you ever had any people that you've spoken to that have written in about being reincarnated and they they have memories of an abduction. They have memories of being abducted by a Sasquatch or a dogman or an alien or something happened to them out in the woods or camping, fishing, you know, hunting, anywhere. And they somehow ended up in a different dimension. You know, have you ever had any anybody write to you that claimed to be reincarnated and remembered their death? And I haven't heard back, but I, I thought, how fascinating would that be to actually have, you know, we hear these reincarnation stories where people have, you know, they go into a, a hypnotist and they get to go back in time and they, they get to relive their, um, uh, their previous lives. They see things or we, you know, just people just, they just remember. I mean, in these cases that I have that I want to tell you about next podcast, these kids have always remembered every detail. No hypnosis was needed. They just remembered every detail and they knew their life. They knew who they were and they knew their family. And I thought it would just be incredible if, if somebody came out and talked about, you know, being abducted and, and what they witnessed so I'm really hoping at some point, you know, not just one person, but well, even if it's just one person, I mean, anybody that we know has some kind of a memory of what they encountered, like somebody that actually lived through it in a different life, but came back to tell the story about what they remembered. I think that would just be fascinating. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Sorry, I'm so emotional. I just, like I said, I've been really just really distraught over all this stuff. But um, you guys have a good day. 
I'm going to start working on my next podcast here. And uh, you guys stay safe. Say your prayers. Pray for our countries, for our protection from COVID, from our protection from this terroristic group, you know, for their protection in Afghanistan and other countries and other cities and stuff surrounding them. Just pray. Do a lot of praying. Stay safe. God bless you guys. I'll be talking to you soon. Take care.